All right, Grace Family Church, we're going to sit here for just a few minutes and uh, just kind of, man, if you're online, we want to see you kind of coming online, but we're going to pray here in just a moment and really have our online prayer service. Uh, Today, I'm sitting here with just myself, as you can see, the sanctuary is pretty empty, and I'm sitting here with just myself uh, because we don't want to infect anyone else. Well, not yeah. anyway, uh, so we're here ready to get things kicked off, and uh, we're going to take a few minutes, again, as things are are, are rolling in. we want to get everybody else online that wants to watch and give them a few moments to connect. So if you have any prayer requests or anything that you'd like to be praying about, please put that in the chat. Uh, I can see uh, Kim's on and Laura's on, uh, or yeah, I believe Laura's on. I thought I saw that. Maybe Amanda's there too. Uh, but if you want to uh, put a prayer request in or a verse that you're standing on during this time, please put that in. And we're going to, again, we're going to start praying and talking a little bit more uh, about what we're here to do tonight in just a minute. Uh, but as, as people are gathering, we're just really excited uh, that we can take this opportunity, that we have the, the technology to be able to do this. And if you're watching this later, you can go ahead and scrub through part of this, because again, I'm just wasting time until we get to that point where uh, we're actually going to pray in about a minute and connect uh, with the prayer service. So if you're, if you're coming on later, uh, go ahead and, and scrub through that. Uh, but we just, again, we want to gather everybody, as many people as we can online, and connect uh, through Facebook and through social media. It's amazing that we have this opportunity. Again, I see a few other people coming on. I think Cece's on and Crystal's on. And so, yeah, we want to take this moment, again, just to connect with you, pray with you, hopefully calm some fears too, because I know it can be hard uh, when we go through some of these things and, and we have to deal with some things uh, in our world that, man, we never really anticipated. And I don't know about you, but I never anticipated the coronavirus. I've seen a ton of zombie movies. Would have never thought it happened like this. Uh, but that's, you know, that's life. And we know that we can get through it and work through it. And we know that God is on our side. So it's six o'clock and we're going to get going. Again, I'm thankful that you're all joining us online. Again, if you're joining us later, hopefully you scrubbed up to this part and you're here ready to watch and connect with us. If you have anything that you want to pray about, please, please, please type it in uh, the comments there. and We'll do what we can. Um, also, in our state, that we live in. My wife and I live in Illinois and we're actually in Iowa. The state of Illinois has uh, banned uh, all of um, uh, restaurants and and, uh, bars uh, only to have service to go service. If you're someone that's affected by that, please let us know. We want to do what we can to help. Uh, if we need to buy groceries or if we need to connect with you in other different ways or means, we would love to would love to do that. So um, yeah, definitely let us know what we can do. You can even uh, uh, direct message us. So first, I want to take a minute and just establish what it is to pray online because sometimes we don't know what that looks like. Praying online is actually easier than praying out loud. You take your thoughts, you type it on a keyboard, and you send it out. The prayers and confessions of faith you're believing for as they come. So if this comment section gets real big, that's great. It's an opportunity for us to connect together. It's an opportunity for us to put into words where we feel God is leading and guiding us. And I believe Lori will be on there as well uh, through the comment section, watching and connecting, and also some of our elders are there as well. So make sure that you uh, do what you can to connect that way. So let's just start off. We're going to start off with a simple prayer. And invite God into this space that really isn't a space, right? We, we want God here in the sanctuary, but we also want God right in the local area where you are and where you're praying from. So Holy Spirit, we just pray in this moment that you would bring your presence down on us, wherever we're gathered, wherever we're at today, Lord, that you would bring your presence on us, that we would feel your presence, God, behind our computer, computer screens, behind our tablets, behind our phones, that in our homes, God, we would feel your presence. Lord, your word's very clear that you give us peace and you don't give us peace like the world gives it would take it away but you give us peace that lasts peace god that that settles in our heart peace that calms our fears peace lord that is beyond measure 
So God, we thank you for the peace of God being directed to our heart today in this time of trouble. We thank you that the word is very clear that you give us peace, that it's much like a gift, that it's wrapped up, ready to go. And if we'll just receive it, we can have that peace of Jesus. Again, that isn't like the world gives, but it's a peace that comes from heaven that washes away fear, stress, and anxiety. So God, we ask, we beg you, we plead with you, God, give us your peace. God, we know you're a God who doesn't just sit idly by, but you actually answer our prayers. And that right now you're hearing these prayers, you're, you're connecting with us as we believe in faith. And God, those prayers will be met. So God, we pray for peace to settle in. Peace above anything else. Peace above fear. Peace above anxiety. Peace over the stock market. Peace over our job issues. If we're, if we're facing layoffs or if we're, we're facing being sidelined for a time, we're, we're praying peace over those moments. The Holy Spirit, come and settle into us that, that lifestyle, that heart of peace. So God, settle in us peace that passes all understanding. Peace, we can't even understand why we have it because in times of trouble, we should be all kinds of worried, but we have the peace that flows from heaven. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Next, we want to pray for those who are actually affected by the disease. There are people, uh, by the virus, there are people all over the world who've been affected. And there's real effects to this, and people are dealing with them. Some are elderly, and some aren't as elderly, and some are dealing with dire straits issues. So we want to pray for their healing, for their restoration. So Holy Spirit, we ask right now that you would find those folks who have been affected by this virus. God, that you would come into their life, infuse your power and strength in them. God, we pray that you open their eyes to see the miraculous power of Jesus at work. God, that they can see you as a healing God. That they can see you, Lord, as one who takes away their infirmities. One who heals their sickness and diseases. God, we pray that you can help them recognize that even in their fight as they're battling through this virus, that they know that you are with them, that you are covering them, that God, that you are so in tune, so enmeshed in their situation that they feel you where they are, whether God, they're laid up in a hospital bed or whether they're quarantined at home by themselves and they're just trying to get through the next day, that God, they feel your presence. God, not just your peace, but your power, the power to dispel this virus, the power to make them better, the power to heal their body. And we pray for those who are affected of this sickness, especially those that are under the covenant of Christ, that where the blood of Christ resides, there's nothing of an imperfection that can stay, that that body has to line up with the word of God. That this virus is just another name and there's no name that is above the name of Jesus. So we ask God for your name's sake, the blood of Christ, uh, that there's life, as the Bible says, in the, power, in the blood, that there's the essence, the total of life in the blood. And through that, we know that appropriating the blood of Jesus Christ, as weird as it may seem, as weird as the concept may seem, that when we appropriate the blood of Jesus, that there is true life and vitality in that moment. So we're believing for God, healing and restoration as the blood of Christ is applied to these lives. In Jesus' name. God, we want to pray in this moment. We also want to pray for those of you who might not be feeling sick at all, but you want protection. The Bible is very clear that we have a God who protects us, that we have a God who is our safeguard. He's our rear guard in times of trouble, that we have a God who is a strong tower and that we can run under him and be saved. We have a God who has a wing like a mighty eagle and we can run under and be sheltered. So in this moment, we want to pray for safety for us and our families. 
you have little ones around, maybe you just want to touch them a little bit. Maybe get next to them. If you have a loved one around, maybe you want to get close to them. You know, obviously do the Wakanda salute if you've got an issue. But we just want to recognize the loved ones in our life in this moment, praying for protection over them. So pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray for protection. God, we know that in this time of trouble, this time of disease, God, that we know in this moment where, where we're not sure, God, how this thing even travels around, how this virus even gets around. We do know one thing. We know that God's people are protected. So in in this moment, God, we rely on that protection. We rely, God, that we can run unto our strong tower and be saved. That we can run under the shadow of the wing of the Almighty God, that we can be covered. God, we thank you that you are protecting us. God, that you are covering us. God, we declare right now a mighty, mighty fortress of angels around not just our facilities, not just around our homes, not just around our churches, but God, around our people. That regardless of where we go, that you're protecting, you're guiding, you're moving. God, the Holy Spirit will speak so, so softly to us, so directly to us that we'll be moved in one path or another to, to get away from this virus, to move away from those who might be infected. God, we pray that you're giving that, that line of defense, that line of protection keeping us whole, keeping us secure in this time of worry and trouble. Uh, that God, there, there is a real buffer around us, not because we can't get sick and not because we're superheroes, but because the blood of Christ is real and it is the strength and the power that we run into. God, we thank you that that blood of Christ is applied to us as a, as, as a mean, means and a mode of protection. In Jesus' name, even over our children, over our loved ones. God, if we have elderly grandparents or elderly loved ones, we pray for them as well. That God, those even that are the most vulnerable, those dealing with respiratory issues, that you would protect them. God, give us the wisdom to take wise steps to protect ourselves and our loved ones. God, help us not to be prideful, but to move forward in the best and most wise way possible. So that if we need to make wise decisions that are beyond what we would normally make, God, help us to make those in this time of need, in this time of trouble. And Holy Spirit, speak. Wisdom, speak. God, as you spoke through all of those Old Testament prophets, as you spoke through that Old Testament wisdom literature, again, speak to our hearts again so that we know the path that you've laid out, laid out for us, so that we know the path that we should take individually for our own lives, God, that we're not relying on anyone else, but that we're, li- we're relying only on the Holy Spirit of God. We thank you for that protection in Jesus' name. We also want to take just a minute and, and pray, uh, not just, again, protection and, and, and safety and health are all great things, but we want to pray for your spirit, right? We want to pray for peace, but we want to pray for your spirit. Some of us get depressed in these moments. Let's be real and honest. Some of us read the news and it's like depression city. All we can think about is the negative headlines and how they're going to affect us. And sometimes we get to that place where we cannot get past the idea that we're going to get sick. Our mind just goes crazy. We need to learn how to control those thoughts. The Bible says you take every thought captive. You take every thought captive and push, push it and force it into the subjugation of the Word of God that has to line up and be run through the Word of God. So some of us need to learn how to do that. So today we're going to start taking those negative thoughts captive. We're going to retrain our mind to believe the best. We're going to retrain our mind to believe what God would have us believe in this moment of tension. We're going to tra- retrain our mind to believe what God would have us believe in this moment uh, of, national, uh, of national emergency. It sounds like a big word, and it is, but we know that God has us. So in this moment, let's start to take our minds captive. Holy Spirit, we ask that in these moments that, God, you would retrain our mind. 
that our brains, God, would start to learn to think differently and see things differently. God, that we would learn to see the world through the lens of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that we would see the world through the lens that you are a good father and that you want good things for us. God, that this plague, that this idea of this virus isn't from you, but that God, you want great things for your people. And God, we pray for those thoughts that run in our mind, those dreams that plague us at night, those thoughts of depression that want to steal our joy. You don't have a right to, a, to this thought life. You don't have a right to our life. You don't have a right to be there. So we, we take command over our mind. We take command over our thoughts. And we pray and we believe that the word of God shall reside. For all of you that know a little bit of scripture or a lot of scripture, we pray God, in this moment, that you bring back to our remembrance the scriptures that you've placed so deep in our heart and our mind. We pray that you bring back to our remembrance, God, the scriptures that hold us to the truth of the word of God. We pray that you flood our mind with the good thoughts that we're understanding that we should think on everything that is lovely and good and just and righteous, that we shouldn't allow our minds to drift. So God, we pray that we can force our minds, our thoughts, and our emotions back into that pattern to focus on the good things that God has for us. Uh, we pray that we get our mind right. And as we get our mind right, we can start to experience you at different levels in Jesus' name. And we want to take a moment, as the president said, to pray for our nation. We want to pray for our civic leaders that they do the right thing. We might not understand it. We might not even agree with it. But we want to make sure that they're making the best decisions possible. And you know, there are times when they know things that we don't. And that's okay. It's okay for them to know things that we don't. It's okay for them to actually take action and initiative on things that we're not connected with. That's all right. But we want to make sure they're making the best and most godly decisions. So in this moment, I want you to pray with me that we are praying for our civic leaders. We're praying for our president. We're praying for our senators. We're praying for our house of representatives. We're praying for our state and local government. Holy Spirit, we ask in this moment, God, that you would rain down your presence, your will. And God, we would pray that you would, you would open up the eyes of our civic leaders. That they would see this as a moment for this nation to come together. God, that we would quit the political divide. God, we know that there's an election coming up. We get it. We're in the midst. We're in the throes of a hotbed political season. But that doesn't mean that we have to be divided. So today, God, we ask that people would look, would look past their political agendas. God, that they would look past their political affiliations, that they would look to you to make good and godly decisions. Holy Spirit, we pray. We pray first for the governors of Iowa and Illinois, that you would give them insight, wisdom, and guidance to make the best decisions for the people of these two states. We pray for the governors all over the United States that they would make the best decisions for their people and that the local governments, the mayors and the, and the, and the, the council people would also make the best decisions for their people. God, might that bleed into our representatives in the state or, or in the Senate and in the House of Representatives. God, that they would make decisions based on the word of God and based on the best actions for your people and god we pray all the way up to the white house that that cabinet everyone filling in the president the president himself that they would get on their knees and pray to heaven and search the heavens for an answer god we stand in the gap for our our civic leaders today we got bible believing people bible believing christians we stand in the gap and we pray that they would search heaven for the answers god that they wouldn't search just science Science is great. God, you've given us science. You've given us the ability to reason. 
But God, we know that not all the answers are held in the textbook. We pray, God, that they would look beyond politics, that just simple rules and philosophies don't answer all the questions. God, we pray that they would look to you, that they would look to heaven, and they would be inspired of heaven to find the answers for the cure for this issue, for how we can, we can decrease contamination, for how that we can control the spread, and for how that we can care for the most vulnerable in our nation. God, give our civic leaders visions. Wake them up at night with visions and dreams and inspiration to go out and do what you've called them to do so that, God, this virus doesn't continue to spread so that we can see the waning of God case after case after case so that God we can keep people healthy and that we can keep death at bay because our civic leaders are listening to you and they're putting politics aside even in an election year God we pray for the financial institutions that uphold this country God that you give them wisdom and guidance that you give them the opportunity to open up markets so that we can financially have security even though we're walking through this tough time God we pray uh, God that you will just infuse them with great and amazing ideas from heaven so that God this market turns itself around not for the sake of money but so that people and their jobs are secure we pray for it in Jesus name Next, I want to pray, and I want you to pray with me, that we get to a place where we understand that we are the hands and feet of Jesus. That even though we're supposed to be quarantined, we get it. Some of us need to be put away for a while because we have sickness or symptoms, or maybe we have respiratory issues. That's, that's good. You need to do the right thing. But others of us who are of able body, who aren't showing any symptoms, maybe we need to go run some groceries for somebody, right? Maybe we need to buy some groceries for somebody. Maybe we need to take these moments and be the hands and feet of Jesus. So I want to encourage you as we pray this next prayer to open up your heart and your mind to be the hands and feet of Jesus, right? That in these moments, the church will step up and be the church. Amen. Pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray for all of your people under the banner of Jesus, that they would come up to a new level, that we would come up to that next level and learn how to be the hands and feet of Jesus, that we wouldn't wait for religious institutions or government organizations to finally jump in and help our brother or our neighbor. God, that we would go across the road, that we would go over the pass, that God, that we would go to the highways and the byways, that we would go to where people are and connect with them. God, that we would serve them. That we would actually, God, reach out to people even in this moment of desperation. God, help us to be wise when we move. But God, when we move and we're instructed of the Holy Spirit, might we be empowered to think less selfishly and go after those. God, go after those who are vulnerable, who need you, who need your presence, who need aid, who need help. God, they just need a leg up. God, they just need help. They need someone to come around them and let them know it's going to be okay. They need someone with a wise and kind word. God, they need someone to whisper in their ear that tomorrow's going to be better. God, they need someone to bring some faith, some joy, some peace. So God, change our hearts so that that can be us. Change our hearts, Lord, so that that can be us, that we can go out. God, that we can be the hands and feet of Jesus. God, we pray that you mold us into that image of Jesus so we are Jesus with skin on. God, that we are dripping Jesus all over people, all over our cities. So God, we pray that we would be that advancing army to take the gospel and practical measures all over these quad cities. 
and all over this country that, that the kingdom would be empowered through each and every individual because we know by basis of definition that is revival. That God, if we're searching for revival just for spiritual things, God, we missed the boat. But if we can go be the hands and feet of Jesus in everyday practical situations, we will bring a rushing revival that the world has never seen. God, we need to get involved and invested in the lives of others. So God, change our hearts. Change our mindset, change our perspective so that we can see people around this world that have needs, around our communities that have needs, and we can interject ourselves when it's appropriate and with wisdom so that, God, we can help those who are hurting. In Jesus' name. You know, this is, it's fun to do this. It's fun to do this on, on Facebook. I've never done this before like this. It's fun to do it and watch the interaction a little bit, but more than that, I can feel, it's funny, you can almost feel like you can in church, even though nobody's here really. It's fun to experience this. And I want to encourage you, take this prayer, watch over and over and over and over again. Uh, if you're down, if you're hurting, just re re replenish that in your heart and your mind uh, as you watch through this. But I also want to take one last second. We want to pray for something real important. Again, we want to be the hands and feet of Jesus. We want to be practically administering the gospel in this time of need. But more than that, we want to be seed carriers of the gospel. We don't want to just give people food. We don't want to just give people water. We don't just want to just give people assistance. We don't want to just give people medication or toilet paper, depending on what's running out. No, we want to give them the gospel on the backside of it. We want to show them. We want to show them, we want hearts to be open to the gospel of Jesus Christ. So that, it's, that in this perilous time, the only thing that matters is what you did with the gospel. So we also want to pray as we close out, the gospel becomes real. That the gospel becomes something that people hook onto. That it catches them in this moment where there just seems to be fear and panic run wild. So pray with me that the gospel is open to all people as their, as their minds are turned and focused on Jesus. Holy Spirit, we ask in this moment that you would start to open the hearts and minds of people all over the world, and particularly these quad cities where we're ministering. God, we pray that you would open their hearts and their minds in a new way, that they would be moldable and pliable. God, that people in our communities would see and know you God, because they're opening their heart to the idea that Jesus is real, that Jesus is true, that the gospel, that the words of this gospel are yes and amen, that they, the promises are real for them. God, we pray that people recognize the truth of the cross, that you came, that you sacrificed yourself, that you died on that cross for their sins. And in that moment, God, that their whole life changed. God, that they, if they would accept you, that you will wash away their sin. God, we pray that people would understand that their sin can be washed away in Jesus. We pray, God, that they would open up their heart to the possibility that he could cleanse them, that the self-doubt that plagues them from coming to the cross, that it would be washed away as their hearts and their minds are open. But God, as they open up, God, we pray for workers in the field. We pray for those to come in and sow the seeds of the gospel. We pray, God, for your church to come in and show off and show up in a mighty and a miraculous way. God, we pray for salvations in our churches like we've never seen them. That God, whatever this enemy meant for evil, that you are turning around for good, that you're taking this dire situation and you will bring on the backside of it salvation after salvation after salvation after salvation. God, we pray for our loved ones and our families that don't know you, 
God, that they would start to turn towards you in this perilous time. God, we pray for people. We pray for our sons and our daughters who are far from you. That they would turn their eyes towards Jesus because nothing else makes sense. God, we pray for those who are lost in our communities that are without hope, that are without peace. That they see the hope and peace that, sh that shines through us. And they recognize Jesus is the difference maker. So today, God, we ask, we pray that you would start to open up hearts and minds. God, that you would start to open up the potential and the possibility that the gospel would come down as a new seedbed in the hearts of man in this country, in this United States, that we would see more and more and greater depth of salvation. God, we pray for this revival to come. In fact, we declare it, revival come. Revival come in Jesus' name. Revival come here, now. God, revive your church. Revive your people. Give us a new mission and a new mandate. God, that these aren't just people who are notches on our belt. But God, we want to see salvation because we love and care for people. We want to see folks saved because we know the greatest commodity on planet earth is people. God, we want to see folks come into the kingdom because the only thing that matters, the only thing we can take with us are the souls that we've seen saved here on this planet. So God, give us a burning passion and desire to go after people. God, help us see a vision of what it's like if this world is lost and stays lost. God, help us see what it's like, a vision of how you cry and weep over those who are lost. God, help us get so intimate with you that we feel the desperation that you have for a lost and dying generation. God, help us refocus our lives that it's all about the cross. God, we pray in Jesus' name that you start the fervent fires of a new generation, of a new revival. God, that it starts to take seed in the hearts of men and that it spurs on like wildfire. God, we pray. We pray in Jesus' name that you draw all men unto you. God, that your word is true. That as we lift up the name of Jesus Christ, that you will draw all men unto you. So God, we proclaim loudly Jesus above any single name in this world we proclaim Jesus above everything because we know under that name is the banner the shadow of the most high God and this is where we'll find refuge so God break open the seals of this coming revival in Jesus name amen amen I, I can't we can't do this forever we did it for a little bit and I, and I want you to go back and watch it if you need to we could do it forever I guess it's Facebook live but we want to take, give you some time to spend with your family also on this evening. And we are so happy, so grateful that you chose to join us again. It's different doing uh, via Facebook. It feels like you can just mm, feel the pull through the internet. I've never felt that before. That's pretty cool. Uh, but we're excited, again, for what God has allowed, the technology that he's allowed to develop so that we can actually do this, so that we can actually meet and connect over Facebook. So I want to encourage you to go back and go through these prayers as you're feeling maybe depressed at times, or maybe you're feeling we're losing the battle, or maybe the news is getting bad. Go back over this. Also stay tuned because I believe every day we're going to try to document a little bit of what's going on, uh, not just for our church, but for whoever wants to watch it and to see a little bit of where we're going and where we see God moving through this crisis. So we want to take a moment and document a little bit of that every day. Again, for the Grace Family, church family, 
We uh, will decide week to week and day by day on how we're going to open the facilities. I'm not sure exactly what that's going to look like, but we'll, we'll, we'll make those decisions uh, over the next days and weeks, and uh, we'll be led of the Holy Spirit. I, I, we will listen to the government. We'll do what we can to listen to our government officials, but more than that, we're going to be led of the Holy Spirit. So again, we love you guys. Thank you for joining us. Tune in next time, because I believe these things are just going to get more and more powerful as we preach and proclaim not just the, the name of Jesus, but we're, te- we're calling an end uh, to, this, to this coronavirus. Amen? All right, we'll see you. We'll see you later.